Welcome back to In The Know, On The Go, just helping you get across the things that matter in a way that you can just bloody well understand it. And today I'm excited to be sitting back down with Carlos, Carl Linders from Weather Matters with Carl Linders. Mate, how are you? Very well, Ollie. How are you going? I'm going well, Carl. Whereabouts are you joining us from today? We are in the far northern tropics. I am in uh, Darwin today. I've been out out and about with the mango industry up in the northern tropics for the last three weeks, having a look at uh, the harvest operations happening up here as well and helping out a few clients with uh, all things weather and where we're going in 2023 as we're getting to the pointy end of the year. It's been quite a crazy year for farmers up here and we've got heatwave conditions at the moment, which is quite unusual for northern Australia at this time of year. So certainly the weather keeping everybody on their toes right across the country, not just in northern Australia, but also down south where you guys are at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm joining from Radri country out here in Dubbo and spending a bit of time across the central West, but let's kick off because last time we spoke, we were just on the cusp of what was unprecedented weather in terms of the yeah. flood. Just give us a rundown of like what you were forecasting in terms of what was going to happen across Southern Australia and then what actually eventuated. Yeah, so back in June, July, August, I'd already placed some forecasts up uh, around the significant threat for flooding across much of uh, southern and eastern Australia, particularly the food bowl uh, for my clients right across the uh, New South Wales Victorian region. So that was well forecasted ahead of time by modelling. So I'd placed those forecasts out in uh, longer term forecasts for spring as I said, about 12 weeks earlier. So clients were well and truly advised. And look, a lot of people that are in the weather weather game and also in the agricultural game, and those games certainly do blend from time to time, knew what was coming. And so here we are on the other side of it, and it's verified probably a lot worse than probably what a lot of the computer data sets had said. But at this point in time, we're probably at the worst of it now, which is great in terms of rainfall. But the flood peaks, as we can see, Ollie, are going into South Australia, as we spoke about last time in October. We were talking about flooding getting into South Australia through uh, Renmark and Loxton and down towards the mouth of the Murray there in South Australia into January. And that's what's playing out. So in terms of where we have uh, been forecasting, where things have certainly ended up, probably it's, it's probably verified fairly well but thankfully we're on the other side of that uh the, the wet phase we are starting to work our way out of that at this point in time and so just diving into that we're seeing huge inflows of water running down through south australia as you mentioned but uh, in terms of southern australia what's what are things looking like uh, over the next couple of weeks couple of months we are on the drying trend, Ollie. We are starting to see the La Nina peaking in the Pacific Ocean. So the main climate driver for summer rainfall is certainly looking like it's peaking probably around Christmas time. So as we get into 2023, we are likely to see conditions drying out gradually. So between now and I'd say Australia Day, we are looking at probably some further severe weather events in terms of severe thunderstorms, but long duration probably flood events, probably unlikely. However, you've got to keep an eye on the tropics where I am today in Larrakia country here in Darwin. We have got to keep an eye on where the tropics sort of end up in terms of the monsoon, how much of an impact that has and how much moisture comes out of northern Australia and feeds into southern Australia. We can certainly end up with some whopping rain events regardless of what phase of the end. So we're in, whether we're in La Nina or El Nino, it doesn't matter. We have to keep an eye on the tropics. At this stage, the modelling is for a pretty wet eight weeks coming up but i do suspect a lot of that will fall north of the food bowl for wa we are looking at probably dry conditions we have got a little system coming through around about the 10th 11th that could produce some heavy rain through the interior but at this stage gradually ollie as we move through towards australia day towards the end of summer we are looking a lot more seasonal and hotter too so we are getting away from that cold spring and that cooler start to summer now i saw some of the most amazing uh photographs of 
up on the Barkley Tablelands. So what's the wet season mm-hmm. looking like? What can the people up north be expecting? Well, this anomalous dry spell we've got at the moment, that's this really strong tongue of dry air and very hot air mass, is expected to stick around probably to about mid-month. So dry the normal conditions for a lot of northern Australia, particularly for the northern Kimberley. As you said, the Barkley Tablelands further north looking quite dry. There are some fires ongoing through the Catherine region at the moment as well. So really unusual weather. We should start to see moisture be reintroduced back through towards uh, northern Australia mid-month through Christmas. The monsoon likely to come and fold over northern Australia between Christmas and I'd say New Year. Year, and that's the period to watch nationally for rainfall. But for the northern areas of the nation, probably seeing a peak in the rainfall early January, monsoon break, back to monsoon probably early February. More seasonal overall, I'd say, Ollie. It was looking like a, a wetter than normal wet season, but I think the uh, bulk of the heavy, unusual rain has already fallen. That was through October and November. Some parts of the Kimberley saw record rainfall in October and November. So it's been all over the shop this year, mate. It's been a very strange year of forecasting, but certainly as we get into 2023, most of the nation including the tropics, looking more seasonal. Fantastic. And on that, last time we chatted, you were waiting on a little bit more data, I think, to come out through later November in terms of what 2023 might actually shape up like. Any further thoughts there? Are we going to tend to be drier? Yeah, we are. I, I definitely think we are looking at a dry trend as we get through autumn. Autumn's looking pretty settled as we get those big belts of high pressure that sit over southern Australia, keeping things nice and settled. Air mass sinks, no real chance for clouds to form. So we'll get long-duration dry spells through uh, probably April, May, and that'll probably lead to some rainfall deficiencies in some areas as we talk about flooding. At the moment, we are looking at the uh, the aspect and pros- prospect, rather, of some flooding turning into drying across the nation in the next six months. So just keep that in the back of your mind. If you have got water on your property, now it's the start, the time to probably start to look at uh, collating that water and, and trying to think about how to utilize that as we move through our drying phase in 2023. Beautiful. Well, as always, Carlos, thank you for giving us your insights. I think we might have to visit you once more before Christmas. We might even do a bit of a, a year wrap, maybe. Who knows? Let's do that. It would be rude not to see me before Christmas, Ollie. It's been great to talk. Good on you, Carl. Thanks, mate. See you soon. So, there you have it. Hello again, it's me, Maya, back for another week. I hope you found Ollie's weather chat with Kyle helpful. I know that I found it super interesting. Hopefully we can chat to him again before the end of the year. But we will catch you next week for another quick and easy in-the-know-on-the-go episode, so make sure you tune in. Cheers. <laughs>